Mobile suits just popped out of the meteoroids. That trick won't work a second time. Lasse! Roger that. All missiles, firing. Don't What the... Voices? That sounded like Setsuna and Saji. That light. And I'm hearing voices again. It can't be. I've been waiting all this time. I wanted to see you. Not a weapon. And not a destroyer. Gundam and I will change. Louise! <gasps> Gundam! Saji? That's right! It's me, Saji Crossroad! Saji... That... that light is... Readings show the particle emissions are seven times the normal amount! That's what the twin drive is capable of. It's the light of the double O. I heard you, Setsuna. I heard your voice. And I heard your yearnings. Hello and welcome to It's a Gundam, the internet's best episode-by-episode Gundam Seed podcast that's given Double O a try. My name is Jeremy. You can't even hold a gun, you're just going to be dead weight. I'm Tyler. (laughs) That wasn't even that funny, and yet it got to me perfectly. (laughs) It was the delivery, really. Yeah, it must have been. My name is Zach. Today we are watching episode 44 of Gundam Double O, episode 19 of part 2, Shadow of the Innovators. And we're doing three of these in a row again, and we went long on the first one, and I imagine we will on the third one. Don't know about this one. We'll see. So we'll get into it pretty quick. Uh, four fuck boys. Uh, two of them are actually fucking now. <laughs> <laughs> Not each other. <laughs> no. Well? No, I don't think so. No. I could see Setsuna and Lockon maybe experimenting, except for Setsuna is too closed off on his feelings. <laughs> and and lockon has got a girlfriend now, so. A new returner, she is definitely trustworthy and not a secret spy, is now dating Lock on Stratos. Uh, he does not suspect she's a spy because she spaces out when they make out. He just recognizes that it's because he's a really bad kisser. <laughs> <laughs> or really good. Let's see. Oh, Marina, Klaus, and Sheeran are in a house. Unfortunately, it's under fire by Secret Service members. Soma is back. Soma's back. Soma's she, back. My beautiful, perfect daughter, Soma Pyrrhus, is back. I must protect her because although you won't. Does that make you Sergei? I think so. I'm dead. It's sad. <laughs> I'm her biological father? Question mark? I don't know if I'm doing any better. <laughs> Do we think she was uh, orphaned or just stolen? She could have also been tested. Designed. Yep. Designed. Uh, I don't think She's so. She's a coordinator. I don't think so, but it's not impossible. For whatever reason, I have the feeling that Soma was like clone baby. I don't just because the innovators look down on her so much. But that's not necessary. That doesn't prove she wasn't. That's only because of her C-tier quantum brainwaves. <laughs> A thing that will get mentioned once and never again. Yep. Er- what exactly it means is kind of open for debate. Doesn't he- Hylene say that? Uh, no, uh, it's a new and next episode. So Okay. Well, oh, well, th- that's ribbons, though. 
No, no that's I don't a new. think that, so. That's either a new or revived. We'll get to it next episode. Okay. It'll be fun to work through. I've got so many head cannons and like different theories I've had to throw out. It's like, no way, that doesn't work. No way, that doesn't work. Also, Louise and Andre are getting along better, but Hilling drama bombed them and made it worse. So now the Alas are attacking Celestial Being, and they're like, we're going to fight them. And by fight them, I mean fly Saji up literally next to uh, Louise, making Wingman as literal as possible to try to make <laughs> them get back together. You can watch along on Crunchyroll if you want. <laughs> Episode 19 of Part 2, Shadow of the Innovators. Setson is just that dedicated to his OTPs. He He's seems like-, like the type. This is the only ship I've ever known. <laughs> Maybe I'm projecting. We start with the after the credits scene from last time of them all having nice cocoa and a good time and Kenny running in to die. Oh no, they killed Kenny. Yeah, again, I'm never going to make a dub of this, but I would dub that little kid going, you killed Kenny, you bastards. Kid grab gun, Marina grab kid, sepia tone, slow motion. Klaus shoot gun real good. It, it's more, uh, it's not even sepia tone. It's just like motion motion. Class shoot machine gun, which he have, covering Marina, and she and Shearing grab the children to try and make an escape while Klaus plays some Gears of War. That's not chess. How many shots are in that magazine? It's a future machine gun. Yeah, I was going to say it's a future weapon, obviously. So they go to their secret mine tunnel that was built in World War II. Probably after World War II, actually. It was one of the great wars of the 20th century, so I I would actually kind of buy World War II. Oh, 20th 20th century. century. And Marina's like, what about Klaus? And Sharon's like, he's heroically uh, covering us. We have to escape now. He'll be fine. Here, take this gun. And Marina's like, no, uh, I'm not proficient in guns. It's really just, I'm really better off if you just give me a stick, believe it or not. The math just works out better. (laughs) Besides, I'm not even entirely sure which side of this is supposed to make the loud noise. And I wouldn't be able to look the children in the eyes if I equipped a gun. I love how chippy they all got all of a sudden. The one on the far left specifically lost her nose. (laughs) I mean, there's something to be said for holding to your morals, even in a time of crisis. There is also something to be said for not dying. I think this is... I mean, there's the Hacksaw Ridge guy. There is. I think this is the part of Marina that Setsuna looks up to, and it's supposed to emphasize how Setsuna wants to be more like this. On the other hand, Setsuna doesn't know this is happening and never will. <laughs> yes, but at the same time, it's kind of along those lines of, you know, you, you're judge, you judge yourself or, you know, who, we see who you are when uh, nobody is looking. Yeah. And that's kind of this thing is Marina's holding herself to her super high ideals even when nobody is looking or when her life is in danger. That said, these children's lives are also in danger, so are you willing to throw them away for your ideals too? Oh, that's it. She needs her hands free for the uh, somatic components of her bard spells. <laughs> now I'm just thinking of Grant Morrison's Superman run, where Superman would play, what am I think like Battlefield-style games with Jimmy Olsen, but he would only play a medic and was a conscientious objector while he was playing. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'll heal you all you want, Jimmy. That's actually kind of funny. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, we get an opening sequence, then it ends. Yay. It ends in Bushido, unfortunately. <laughs> no, it was a little bit after Bushido. It ends in Bushido, unfortunately. This is all Bushido. Ah, okay. Sorry. Th- this hand is Bushido. This hand of mine is Bushido. Its loud roar tells you to cringe. Yeah. We cut to the Ptolemaeus fight. Unfortunately for the Alaz, they still have Sumeragi, but the Alaz do not have a Kadimonikin to counter her tactics. And they only brought 12 mobile suits <laughs> to this fight. So we'll find out I they brought 18. Outnumbered. We're on our way to see Louise Halavi. So Setson is like, I'm going ahead to find Saji's girlfriend. 
and murder a bunch of unnamed mooks. Uh, he can't murder that many of them. There aren't that many to murder. One. <laughs> two. two. <laughs> a three. So Sessina's so like, all right, keep your eyes open for her machine so that we can go find her. It's to the point where we don't even comment on it anymore. Excellent animation of the double O doing this, by yes. the way. I actually really like the uh, Guns Akimbo stance that it goes into. But Divine, or I'm sorry, Divine has been dead for a while. Revive. But Revive is- If only Revive could revive Divine. Why is it we keep getting Divine mixed up with Revive? Because we did it once and now it's in our brains. Okay, that makes sense. Revive shoots her giant fuck-off gun at Setsuna being like, the twin drive won't help you, and then Setsuna just does a cool, change the angle of my engines and dodge move. As uh, if the twin drive is helping him it did quite help a bit. Me. And then so Setsuna's <laughs> like, I found an innovator, Tiaria, sicker. <laughs> I'm going to go get rid of all the grunts and find a Louise. I do love Saji's like, information overload, just pulling up more and more tabs, trying to find Louise. Setsuna's like, dude, you're starting to overload the RAM. <laughs> So there's reinforcements attacking the Ptolemaeus from behind. And Sumeragi's like, just as planned. Bring back uh, Lock-On and uh, Alleluia. And so, <laughs> despite what we were saying before, as Alleluia called Soma by Soma, not Marie, he says, we'll lay down a barrage of missiles against the Marie. And Soma's like, God damn it, I'm getting out of this Gundam. And by that, I mean detaching from you. Thank God I can do that. <laughs> and taking my pseudo-Gundam. I've got to go kill Andre. Well, Saji flirts with Louise. I have to kill her new boyfriend. Maybe she just wants to give him a stern talking to. Uh, maybe. Do you, want, do you think the O-Riser can also do this? I think so. I think, so. I think Saji can't do this. Could Ian Vashti? He was the other potential pilot. I think Lasse was the other actual oh, yeah. potential pilot of this. Definitely think Lasse could. I was more of saying, do you think the O-Riser was capable of doing the whole transformation thing? Because I, oh, I, transforming, I can legitimately no. not see any reason for the GN Archer to exist. Like, it doesn't seem to do anything Some purists needed a mobile suit. I mean, yes, but other than that, like, what's the in-universe reason for it being aboard the Aerios? Oh, like, why does it combine with the Aerios? Yes. Uh, because they wanted another mobile suit but didn't have another pilot when they designed it? Is my headcanon, is, is my no-prize answer? I don't think it's a very good one. But why? Because we've seen uh, Alleluia use it without a pilot in it as just an extra weapons platform. And Tyria already has a second mobile suit attached <laughs> to his. <laughs> They're like, oh, this is just such a great idea for Tiaria. Let's put this on all of our Gundams. Yeah, yeah. and the Cheridan has uh, shield bits. It doesn't need another thing. Speaking of, we find out that they can convert to assault mode, which is just funnels. Pretty cool looking funnels because they all like come together into four points. And Lock-On gets four kills at the same time. And he's like, hey, if I murder you all, it doesn't matter who Anu is. Which makes me kind of think that he might yeah, I think at he least knows. suspect who Anu is. I think he knows. He's like, her name is so stupid. She can't be anything else than an innovator. The sources of Cateron tell me that it, or, uh, innovators have really dumb names. Do they know any of the innovators' names? So they know Ribbons Allmark, right? And they might know Regina Regetta, which are the two I, more reasonable names. I think they might know Hilling Care, or at least Hilling, because uh, I think Ribbons mentioned it when T when he tried to kill Tiaria, or when he was having his conversation with Tiaria. You might be right. Tiaria drew his gun on him. Speaking of ribbons, we cut over to him, and he's like, the double O is out there. How is its pilot not dead? Anyway, Hilling, you take care of that. According to Veda, he should have super cancer by now. Why is that? What was he exposed to, according to ribbons? The, G the uh, pseudo-solar reactor's GN particles from Aliyah Sachez's mobile suit. Yeah, while oh, he had okay. an open wound, because he was shot, as you will remember. And ribbons is like, does the twin drive have something to do with that? Maybe he started to change. 
He's having character development. Oh, no. <laughs> My worst enemy. So Setsuna's is like, Saji, dude, I can't find it. Where, where's her machine? And Setsuna's is like, look harder. And Saji's like, I'm already looking harder. <laughs> Saji's like, I can't find her. And Setsuna's is like, dude, take 20. And he's like, wait, those suspicious asteroids. Remember that time they had like asteroid cloaking? But Hilling is here to try to melee murder them and tie them up in melee. And as Setsuna finds out about the meteorites, he's like, I do not have any time for a drama bitch right now. And he transams right out of this fight, yelling out of my way with quantum brainwaves such that Hilling hears it, which is actually an effect I really like as he blasts her to uh, I love how he just takes off the arms and of Bizarro and just is like, I'm out of here. It's a very Kiriyamato move. But that, now there are particles everywhere and everyone's like, why is Setsuna screaming at me? Well, <laughs> he goes by Soma and she's like, He's looking for Louise. Why? Meanwhile, Hallelujah is like, oh God, thank God we got rid of this horrible pilot and I can go do some things real quick. Thank you, Particles, for juicing up the quantum uh, brainwaves out in here, this space. Let me go murder some dudes. Okay, so I saw that and I was like really confused that I had missed a transformation scene. But no, that was the scene where he goes back to Hallelujah. Yep. It's just whenever uh, he's around the, or at least it seems to be when he's around the double ariser in its Trans Am state. Yeah. Andre and Louise disengage from their meteoroids, and Sumeragi's again like, just as planned. Lasse, shoot them with guns. Fire all the missiles. And then Setsuna and Saji <laughs> from the ether are like, no, don't do it! <laughs> and everyone on the bridge is like, what? I swear I just saw naked Setsuna and naked Saji. And Felt's like, hmm, file this away for later. <laughs> and then, so we see Louise and she's like, the light, and I'm hearing voices again. I really, really like this shot of the double O's thrusters again making the giant infinity symbol, but from between the overlap of the two, there's this giant light, like, contact as they come towards Louise. And Setsuna's like, my Gundam isn't a weapon. It can be more than that. Gundam and I will change. Anyway, Saji yells Louise really loud, and Louise is like, Saji? And <laughs> Andre tries, tries to, to intercept. Get in the way, and Setsuna's just like, bitch. He doesn't even rate a kick. Setsuna just, just drives him by him. <laughs> <laughs> he just, all right, later. And then Saji shonens at Louise so hard, they enter a liminal space in which they get to look at the earth together. Setsuna imagines an apartment around them, and it just becomes <laughs> real. I totally just had a thought of like, because Andre is so close, it's just Setsuna and Andre sitting in a room <laughs> looking at each other like, hi. <laughs> I'm just here to watch. It's uh... We get some techno babble about the double O putting out seven times its normal particle emission. And Sumeragi's like, I heard you, Setsuna, your voice and your yearnings. They were And your lack of pants. <laughs> Felt like uh, yearnings, huh? Filing that away too, just real quick. <laughs> and then we don't get an eye catch. It's a bird. It's a plane. Nah, it's just a mid-spot. I don't know how you could have confused that with either of those other things. Anywho, hey, and welcome to episode, what is this, 19 of season 2 of Gundam 00? This is a pretty intense one, and I think we really only get, like, one not great episode of this show for the rest of the series, so that's cool. Anywho, no particular announcements this week, but uh, we did have... A fun thing happened recently where Spotify just dropped two of our shows, so we had to rebuild the feeds for all of our podcasts to get those to work correctly again, but as a result, all the feeds everywhere changed to new URLs, 
So, apologies for spamming your feed with all the episodes that have ever existed. That's worse for some of our shows than others. Also, uh, the website is in a bit of a state right now, but my impression is not many people actually use the website. So, all the functionality is there, but my little homepage block, uh, which is powered by a bunch of custom JavaScript, doesn't work. Anyway, that's my announcement this week. Let's get back to some excellent quantum brainwaves. So the double O is hauling Louise off. While Saji continues to shonen at her. And then we enter their apartment mind space where they're in casual clothes. It's more like an observation deck. Yeah, it's definitely supposed to recreate that time they saw Earth together in space. But, you know, not need spacesuits for it. They look like they're in the clothes they are in from the opening. Yes. Yep. Her dress specifically. I don't recognize Saji's outfit, but it's it's very generic. That's because both of them are just very generic in that opening and in here. He's just wearing jeans and a t-shirt. So Saji's like, five years ago, we saw the Earth like this, and I made the decision right then to work in space so that we could see this again together. And Louis is like, "Mm, too bad I decided I was never going to see you again. And so Saji's like, got to take that in stride real quick. Don't worry, Saji. You're everybody's one true pairing. You're fine. You guys are the OTP of this series. Saji's like, but we got together anyway because I shone in so hard at you. I've always been waiting for you here in space, and I got to tell you something about these Gundams. These ones aren't the guys that fucked up your parents. <laughs> you can stop blaming them for everything, including things like, you know, they're no be- not being air in space. Anyway, let's elope and not be in the military slash pseudo-military anymore. I mean, Saji never joined up with Celestial Being. He's just kind of hanging out with them. He's in them, though. He's inside Celestial Being, regardless of his membership status. But Luis is like, I can't. And Saji's like, why not? I'm not part of Celestial Being. Like Zach just said, it's it's complicated. I just got caught up in all of this. It's, it's, a, it's a weird situation. And Luis is like, it's not about that. Anyway, I have a gun in this mind palace now. Uh, because I'm a soldier now, and I dis- I decided to dedicate myself to permanent peace, Batman style. My parents are dead, Saji. All I have to do is defeat Celestial Being because they just bring chaos. They are literally fighting for the same thing, and they're fighting on the side that isn't genociding people. Just saying. So Saji steps towards her, trying to no-sell the gun. And Luis is like, hey, I will shoot you. And, and Saji's, Saji's like, like, no, you won't. First, he's like, hey, what happened to make you like this? You were not the sort of girl who would shoot somebody when I knew you. I, what I, changed you into this? Maybe her family all dying? Yeah, like you know this, revenge. Even when her family died, she didn't really have the whole revenge boner That's going fair. on. Like, she was depressed. She was still basically in shock when Saji saw her after that, so... Louise says she changed herself into this, but Saji's like, no, that's not what you're like, Louise. You're kind and kind of clumsy in the way you try to act selfish because you get lonely if the attention isn't on you. That's why you hang out with Andre, because he's the only guy who knows you and you're lonely. <laughs> well, I mean, the only other people around her who have names are drama bitches. Bueno Hombre <laughs> and the two drama bitches who won't give her the time of day. So Louise starts unsteadily shaking as Saji continues to step towards her. And gives her a determined shonen hug. And then he just, like, he doesn't take the gun away from her. He just puts his hand over it. And is like, look, I know the truth of all this that's, going, that's been going on. We can fix this. See, you're happy to see me. I can tell. But Lucy's is like, hey, I'm trying to. And I presume it was like, make a world where you don't die too. As an account of everyone I love dies. 
and everyone you love dies. So really, we're bad for each other <laughs> in that respect. This is actually an interesting shot because Saji steps up to her and gives her a hug. And as opposed to the hug that Andre gave her in the previous episode, he actually brings himself down to her level despite being like a foot taller than her, which yep. Andre didn't do. Unfortunately, this causes Luis to eject Saji from their mind palace. And, and she has a flashback to the time when all of her parents and family members died. Yeah. And Andre appeared, and now he's at least capable enough to not just get punted out of the way by Setsuna moving. <laughs> and yelling about how is confusing her with his weird illusions. To be fair to Andre, accurate. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, that's, that's what I had the same thought of. It's like, what else would you call them? It's super weird for a normie Gundam character to be interacting with all this. And I love that Andre's just like, oh, man, I don't know. Weird illusions. <laughs> I don't like it. Witchcraft. Cut to Tiaria having a rad fight with Revives Gadessa. I di- I said it right. Where they like grab each other's fists and then shoot each other with their giant guns. And so they start in on a beam saber fight. And Tiaria's like, it appears close combat isn't your machine's strength. And so Revive counters with, you're built for nothing but firepower. You can't do mo- melee either. Then Tiari is like, dude, do you know how many hands I have? Seraphim, biblically accurate mode, go. (laughs) (laughs) And we see all of its hands grab beam sabers, which we've seen all these hands slowly. And this is a shot from the opening, so it's a thing we see. But I really like the Seraphim with these six beam sabers. It's very the O, only heroic. And it takes um, the uh, Gadessa kind of apart. And so Revive ejects. Blast it off again? Which causes... Tiaria to eject the Seraphim, which I presume must be faster than the Seravi. It makes Go sense. Go get it. Certainly less bulk. And he grabs the escape pod. He's like, you're not going anywhere. And Revive's like, you've activated my trap card. Cut to sets in a literally flying rings around Andre. Unfortunately, he's out of Transam, which like, means that Saji and Louise can't mind flirt Alice. anymore. Saji, we'll have to try this again later. But a wild Soma has appeared to murder an Andre. She would have been useful earlier. And so... Uh, Andre is like, what reinforcements? And so Soma starts yelling at him about how he killed the colonel. And he's like, Soma, you're alive? I thought you were dead. I thought you were a llama. So you're a traitor too, huh? How so- long was my dad a traitor? And Soma's like, pot calling the kettle black much? I have never killed my own dad. I don't have many achievements in life, but that's one of them. So Andre's like, man, uh, we gotta go, Luis. And just drags her mobile suit away. Well, she's not going really anywhere. <laughs> So Soma kind of goes full on rage mode to try and chase him down before she's stopped by Alleluia. Before we get to that, this is very similar to Luis's first battle where Zenin had to drag her off. I really wish we had gotten a competent Luis battle between this and then. And now it would have been nice, but the closest we've gotten so far is kind of her having a couple of rage freakouts. And I guess the previous episode where she was in the uh, whole stop the tower from falling on anybody, but she wasn't a focus character there. Yeah, it's totally reasonable for her to need help in her first fight like that, because we also establish her like attack she's having then. It's totally reasonable for her to need help in this fight where she's just been in a weird mind palace illusion with Saji. I just wish we had gotten something in the middle where she got to be a competent pilot for a bit. Yeah. Soma, as you said, tries to chase them, but is like, hey, put it out. But she's like, I have to avenge the colonel. But then Saji just yells, hey, stop it. None of you are making any progress. None of you are character developing. And killing him isn't going to bring the colonel back. I really like the fact that this is coming from Saji. Yeah. yeah. No one else could say this. 
Well, nobody else has really given it the uh, the level of introspective thought that you would need to make this actually sound reasonable coming from literally anyone else. I do like the line he gives specifically is, this is just making you crazier. <laughs> well, he's hung around them for like a year now. He knows they're all batshit insane in one way or another. I, I just had a thought of him talking to Ian and being like, man, all the Gundam pilots are insane. And him being like, wow. You should have seen Alleluia before he lost his other personality. <laughs> Captain Mr. Bushido, who has been standing Giren Lagan style on an asteroid this entire time, being like, what did I tell Billy? That I was going to destroy something. Like, uh, all this half sense of self-worth. <laughs> okay, so this is one of my favorite things, because he says, young man, if you're not going to be my, are you going to refuse to be my worthy adversary? And my first thought was, Wow. If all Setsuna had to do in order to get you to leave him the fuck alone was to refuse to interact with you, I think he would have done that a long time ago. But no, he's like, in that case, I'll have to resort to a harder approach. Being a wingman isn't what you should be doing. You should be being a wingman. <laughs> Cut to the forest of escaping people trying to murder you, where Shirin and Marina are leading the kids. I think this forest is down the, uh, down the way from where Kira and Lacus were holed up. <laughs> that checks out. So Sharon's like, we're going to go to the rendezvous point, so hopefully Klaus is there and not dead. Uh, and by we, I mean me. You go hang out in that cabin because you can't even carry a gun. You're just a liability. I mean, one hand, kind of true. On the other hand, she could carry the light. <laughs> yep. And Sharon's like, I'm fighting. Catherine is fighting too. Why are we even friends? Our relationship really doesn't make sense. We seem to share no values. Yep. They never did either. <laughs> it's really weird. Well, it's I mean, like I definitely could see at this point the reason why she is still here is because of the fact that she is taking care of oh, Marina yeah. because like Marina's a civilian kind of caught up in all this. Yeah, they're just their relationship doesn't have the right tone. Their relationship has inconsistent tones, I think is the problem. Cut to the Ptolemaeus where Saji is sulking in the dark and Setsuna at least has enough social grace to go check on him. He comes in and then it kind of gives the impression that he's not entirely sure to say. He just says Saji's name. Yeah, although he doesn't full name him, so you know it's not too bad. He's definitely like, what would Lock-On do? Original Lock-On. He would come in and he would say something to help me figure it out. Okay, I'm here. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I, I think he also like, he says that and then he's like, wait, I need to give Saji some space. And so he starts to do that. Before Saji speaks up and is like, hey, I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight my own battle in order to get Louise back. And Setsuna's just like, all right, that is literally all I was asking from you anyway. That's pretty Gundam of you, bro. Go back to Ayla's ship where Andre is wondering how long Father has been betraying the military and giving Soma Pyrrhus away. About two <laughs> months. Best guess. Louise is just having a chill, no gravity brood session about Saji. It kind of has the feeling that she is like she's having an existential crisis in the in in the uh, ready room there. And Andre's like, "Well, I guess I'll have to kill your ex boyfriend for you, so you can get peace like you want." Cut the good man on the bridge talking with Hilling, being like, "Man, you guys suck. You got all of our mobile suits thrown <laughs> More up. More than half of their mobile suits destroyed, and one of your guys got captured." And Hilling's like, "You just don't understand our methods." And Goodman's like, "Lol methods." And Hilling is like, oh, is this what we innovators sound like when we're high and mightier than people? I don't like this at all. You just sit and watch our dust. And Gibbon's like, oh, I will. And Hilling's like, yes, as a matter of fact, you will. <laughs> is that okay? So Setsuna walks into the briefing room where everybody is hanging out with their new captive revive. And Sumeragi's like, time to start the interrogation now that our boss is here. Remove your helmet. 
Revive Revival has been and nobody prisoner. but Lockon seems to make the connection that she look that he looks exactly like a new. On, on the other hand, he spends a lot of time staring at a new. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay, that is true. But you would think that Sumeragi would make the connection. Revive is also doing the innovator eye thing, so that might be what he's recognizing. Fair. And so Revive's like, I'm Revive Revival. I'm an innovator, as you know. And so Sumeragi's like, would you be willing to talk to us about the innovators? And Lockon's like, Anu. Cut to Anu, doing the innovator eye thing. And Apparently Lasse's- turning them in the wrong direction as Lasse is like, hey, get back on track, Anu. What the hell's going on? And she just pulls a gun that I guess she has on him. I just had a, like, when I saw that, my first thought was Lasse seeing the gun and going, why is it always me? <laughs> yeah, Lasse uh, does not have the best luck. On the other hand, his luck is great. In the, in the um, you know, you ask the guy if he's been struck by lightning three times and survived, if he's lucky or not lucky. He's going to have a strong opinion, but it could go either way. <laughs> Yeah, I've been blown up, shot, stabbed, struck by lightning. Lasse's are you lucky? Well, I'm not dead yet, so I'm going to go with yes. So Melina's like, what are you doing? And Anu's like, it's obvious, since I am an innovator. Gunshot, cut to black, cut to credits. Yep. But wait, there's I, more. I wish they hadn't used the same one again, because that is the same cliffhanger type of deal that we saw in the previous episode. Yep. It's a lot stronger, I think, but it is basically the same thing. The problem is also that it's got the after credit scene, and that one was on the after credit scene, so it was at the end of the episode. But be- those after credit scenes make things really awkward for cliffhangers. Sometimes that lets them get a double cliffhanger. Like last week, they kind of got away with that, right? Occasionally, it works really well. Other times, it doesn't work at all. Like this one? Yeah. Cut the ribbons being like, I am the best pilot for double O. Don't you agree, Regina? And she's like, yeah, totes, boss. <laughs> <laughs> ribbons is like, indeed, you think no such thing. It makes me wonder why I even asked. <laughs> makes me wonder why I keep you around. Cut to Chun-Li on her ship, asking her brother if they're at the Ptolemaeus yet. And he's like, no. And she's All like, I have to do is give them the location of Veda to throw the innovator's plans into disarray, which kind of, yeah. Do we think she's changed her allegiance because Ribbons was such a bitch to her, or is this always the plan? I think, okay. I think she's changed her allegiance because of the fact that Ribbons has basically said, no, I'm not doing anything that you thought I was going to be doing. I actually, my pitch is that her allegiance is to just changing the world repeatedly. I don't know that she has an end goal outside of throwing things into disarray constantly. Chaos is a ladder and I'm at the top. Exactly, yes. (laughs) Unfortunately, their steering has been hacked. And Nana whips her hair back and forth. Importantly to note, Nana is not here. Yep. Chun-Li's like, oh no, Veda is messing with our ship. Cut the ribbon slapping Regina, who seems genuinely surprised. And Ribbon's like, your mischief has gone too far this time. Do it again and you'll know what will happen. I'll kill you. <laughs> uh, the Chun-Li mobile is still unable to move. Chun-Li's like, we should take an escape pod. She hijacked uh, the Trinity's ship. That, that's what that is. It's literally the Trinity's ship from the first season. You're right, it is. Uh, anyway, Nana calls them, and Chun-Li's like, hey, could you help us? And Nana's like, no, the call is coming from inside the house, and by that I mean from me. Because I really don't like you, and hey, look, I went and got my Gundam. Presumably that's what's been in there the entire time she's been flying this around. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. It's done the stealth stuff that the Gundam could do. Anyway, Nana's like, your character motivation doesn't make any sense, and you're a hollow shell, and I hate that about you. I hate that you make no sense. So I'm going to kill you now. (laughs) So the writers don't have to deal with you. So anyway, she just starts laying into the ship. And Chun-Li's like, but I wanted to see the apocalypse. And Brutler is like, get down, Mrs. President. And then they both blow up. 
and Nana Lols, because she hasn't done a killing in way too long for her taste. And that's the end of the episode. Mostly action, although the action has a huge bit of drama in it with the Saji and Luis Mind Palace bit. Not nearly as good as last episode, though. Definitely not. To the point where I'm trying to struggling for more to say on it, and this is one of the shortest ones we've ever done. So we'll see yep. in the post how it's, that goes. It's The problem is because of how much action we've got in here, and there's not nearly as much character drama going on. I will comment. There's that one big moment of character drama between uh, Soma... And, well, I guess there's someone, Andre, and uh, Saji and Louise. If you cared about Mr. Bushido at all, this would be an advance in it about them, but I can't imagine you do. <laughs> I think the new cliffhanger is strong, but... Yep. I was going to say, I think we mentioned it earlier this episode, though. Um, the action does look great. Like, yeah. all the action shots are just... That's mm. just a hallmark of double O to the point where I don't even really feel like I need to mention it anymore. Other it- than Andre is getting Looney Tunes away from the double O when it goes <laughs> right by him, Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably not supposed to be as funny as it is. Do you have a high point, Tyler? Um, I think it's actually going to be when uh, Setsuna just, like, no-sells um, Hylene's arms off. <laughs> He's just like, okay, I don't have time for this shit, and just runs away. I love the, like, him's voice in her head at yep. that point. And she's like, oh, weird illusions. <laughs> it is pretty great. Zach. Quantized uh, brainwaves, I can measure them. There are, I think, a couple that I would go with. But I think I'm going to go with uh, Saji yelling at them to stop it. Saji being good. the one that stop, basically being the one that stops uh, Soma from going after them by basically being like, guys, you are literally letting yourselves go even more crazy over all of this. I think I'm going to go with the Saji Louise Mind Palace scene. I like the weird like mental fuckery that happens in Gundam, but I think Double O is one of the series that does it best because of the weird technology limits that it sets on itself. It's very clear when it can happen, and it makes it just more clear what is going on and what the parameters are. And I like the fact that because it makes it clear when, like what the mechanism is, you know, more or less. Like anytime Setsuna goes Transam, there is a possibility that this might happen. Yeah. <laughs> That was one of my other, like, potential options. My other, like, runner-up or secondary high point would have been uh, that scene in the brooding area where Saji was, like, like has made the decision that, yes, I'm going to fight until Setsuna. Do you have a low point, Tyler? Oh, boy. I mean, I'm sure yes. Uh, come back to me, actually, mostly because I have a couple I'm trying to choose between. Zach. That post credit scene, I don't like going back to those, but especially with, like, presumably the death of a character that's been around for so long is relegated to the post credit scene, and we still aren't entirely sure what her, like, motivations are. It's kind of along the same lines as Alejandro Corner from the first season. Here's this guy we never really understood why he was an antagonist, and he's just dead now. I'm going to go with the scene of Arturo Bueno Ombre and Hilling on the bridge. I mean, <laughs> I get wanting to see Hilling taken down a peg, but this isn't really effective at that, and I don't really think it serves either character. I like that scene, actually, mostly because I think it's funny. So, Yeah, it doesn't get a laugh out of me at all. What do you got, Tyler? Oh, boy, I'm trying to remember anything that happens in the first half of the episode other than we ran away from a cottage. Mostly a big fight. Yeah, it was mostly a big fight. If anything, I would say it's actually that... the. This episode is, like, weirdly not very well paced. There's, like, a lot of good stuff that's happening, but, like... It's super weird, because last episode is really well paced. And I think the next episode, it feels like it's four episodes and not in a bad way. Just so much happens in it. 
I don't really have anything bad to say about this episode, but it, like, it wasn't as good as the last one, and like, it's mostly because there's not as much character stuff going on, but also I think it's like some conflicts that need to be happening to move the plot forward. Yeah, so. on, on what you said, Jeremy, I actually was having that thought. I'm like, I thought a couple of things that happened at the first part of the next episode actually happened in this episode. Yeah, the next episode's a banger, I think. Yep, I uh, agree. But who's the MVP of this episode, Tyler? I think it's Saji. I, I don't think there's much question about that one. Is that going to be unanimous, Zach? Saji. Yeah, Saji. I was kind of torn between Saji and Louise, but uh, no, the, it's Saji. This is making you all crazier. Really puts him over the edge. <laughs> it, it does. Well, it's, yep. This is making you all crazier. Him making and announcing that decision, I'm going to fight. Man, it's it's great. Do we want to put Nana's weird mobile armor on the mobile suit list? Because I think this is the last time it shows up. It, I honestly would be fine just never putting that on a list. <laughs> it's kind of just like the it's kind of like the containers, right? The uh, from the first the assault season. containers. Yeah, I couldn't think of the name. Yeah, the assault containers. I'm, it's basically that. I think we have all the Alaz mobile suits we've seen on the list. I know there's at least two more. There, there are more coming up, but we haven't seen them yet. Do we want to put one of the Gundams on, or do we want to save them all for later? Oh, what? Have we not done, like, the Cherudum, or We haven't done any of the second part Gundams except the double O. No, I'd be fine ranking one of them. I, I don't know that we're going to get anything a whole lot new from any of them. Yeah, I think the Assault bits are the last thing on the Cherudum, so we could do that one. Although they get used really well next episode, so... Well, that's the thing with ranking anything, right? If we want to do Cheridan, we can. We don't have to. I uh, also think we've seen pretty much everything on the Arios. I assume we're doing the Seraphim, and Seraphim is two Gundams. I think we have everything on the Seraphim, but not the Seraphim. We've even been told that. And there's stuff the double O gets that I would like to delay that. But Cheridan or Arios, I think, are both fine. Um, I would vote the Cheridan between them. I would go with the Arios. Well, let's do the Arios. Because then. it's alphabetical. <laughs> okay, so... I like the Arios more than the Kyrios. It just sucks that Alleluia doesn't do anything in the second half, so it doesn't get to be I, I as think cool. I agree with that I assessment. think I agree with you. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't think it's as good as the Dynamis, so I think it goes exactly one spot above the Kyrios. I also kind I of agree with that. I would agree with that. The Dynamis also gets that really cool assault shroud thing. The poncho? So, yeah. All right, Gundam Arios gives it number 20 well, love. that was easy. Above <laughs> the Gundam Kyrios and below the Gundam Dynamis. Yes. Speed running this episode, guys. <laughs> Apparently, I was expecting the ranking to take a while, but uh, no, that was just. Do we want to do the dynamis too? We, I don't think we have to. I don't think we're in that much of a rush. Although we get a bunch of mobile suits at the end of Double O. Do you want to do the charitum too, Tyler? I don't see any reason not to. Okay, how do we think it compares to the dynamis? Because I don't think it cuts as nice a silhouette, but I actually kind of like its armament more and the weird, like subtle storytelling of how Lockon is really focused on being a sniper, but Lyle is kind of more about just all sorts of different weapons and he's more of a mid-close combat sort of guy with the pistols and the bits and he can snipe but i think i like the dynamis a lot more due to largely because of that the the shroud like right the way it's silhouette the silhouette it cuts and all that i really like the way that gundam looks um, I agree with that. The problem for me though is funnels. Also I just want to say pistols and bits is my favorite kibble brand. I, I do mean, really like really funnels. good. It's just going down to it at the end. I'm like, I, I, the the poncho shroud thing, the armor that it has, is I think is so cool. It's t- I think they're very comparable in that, like one, they're a very similar suit. They they look very similar. Um, they have pretty subtle distinctions between them. I think I prefer the Cheridum, but only very slightly. I think so too. Definitely not as good as the Exia, right? Are we all no, in agreement oh, there? No, the Exia. No, Exia is great. It's a good thing both of you guys like the. 
Dynamis less than Truidim because I think it would have ended up right underneath it. <laughs> oh, the... don't worry. I think it's going right above. <laughs> okay. Final question. Is it better or worse than the Wing Gundam? Huh. It doesn't uh, cut as good as Silhouette, I don't think. It yeah, does, the color scheme isn't as good The either. Wing Gundam is kind of... Like, I loved the Wing Gundam when I was younger, but now that I've seen more and more Gundams, it's kind of bland. Yeah, for sure, but... It's it's the most original Gundam of the Gundams in Wing, right? Uh, until you put it next to the Zeta Gundam. The Death Scythe is the most original Gundam of the Gundams in Wing. That's fair. But it's one of the better ones, for sure. Um, like, like, I like the color scheme on the Wing a lot more. I um, do, too, and the silhouette it cuts with the big cannon on one side I and the shield. I weirdly kind of prefer the color scheme on the Terudium. I actually really like the green. I can see that, I mean, but I, I don't like agree. I like the green. Um, the, the wing just kind of has the standard Gundam color scheme. With it's got a lot more green in it. Green thrown in there, not red. Yeah. I think the green as an accent really makes it stand out. All, all said and done, though, I do think I actually prefer the Cheridum. I think it's just a more interesting mobile suit, especially given its armament. I'm still torn on which one I think I prefer. Did you prefer the wing as well? I think I prefer the wing. Okay, well then I don't have to make a choice on that one. What? No, yes, you I do, because he chose the not the way. Oh, damn yeah. <laughs> Pistols and bits. Yeah, I think I gotta. I think I gotta agree with Tyler here. the The armament on the Trudium is a lot more interesting. Its gimmicks are a lot more interesting than the wing does. Than the wing has for sure. There. All right, then the Cheridum Gundam goes at number nineteen, below the Exia and above the Wing Gundam. And uh, one additional spot above the Dynamis, knocking yeah. the Dynamis out of the top twenty. That's all right. Wow, a lot of the uh, the Gundams from Dublot are all really high. Yeah, well, I think the virtue. I think the virtue is pretty low. The virtue is lower for sure. They're yeah. all clustered here. They're all clustered between twenty three and eighteen. Oh, the double is also much lower. I do like the Seraphis dumb gimmick a lot. I more think than the right like the double O riser is going to go pretty high. Yeah, I think the double O yeah. riser will make a good showing. The the question for it is: Is it going to be able to beat the Xia or not? Uh, and that that's actually a tough question. Ooh, for me that one is going like to be the, tough. The, 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 yeah, I don't know. Narratively, I like the double O a lot more, but the X is... Oh, no, we'll get there when we yep, get there. We don't have to decide that today. Yep, fortunately. Any other things we want to say about this episode? It happened. It's not bad. Uh, just like a lot of the second half, it makes you want to watch the next episode, and that's good about it, but it's doesn't... I don't think it's one that leaves much of an impression. It, it's it, kind of just connective tissue between the two episodes. Yeah, it really does have that feeling, doesn't it? Like, there's... It, it feels kind of like, okay, we, we did this, we set something up for Louise and Saji later, and now we're just connecting into the next episode. Which yep. is weird because a lot of the last episode was spent setting up this one. It should really feel more than that, shouldn't it, then? Yeah, but, like, again, I don't think this episode is bad, so I don't want to get that out. But I don't—it's it, just so much stuff happens, and there's nothing big. The big thing, I guess, is Saji screaming at them all, right? But it's partly because the fight doesn't actually last that long. Like, the, the actual fight animations and whatnot, whereas in Seed, when we'd get one of those long setup episodes— We'd get a full-on episode fight, like, the entire time. I do also think... Be- I-, I think the other thing is that the fight doesn't really change the status quo at all. Like a it's lot not of really other an important too. fight. Yeah, it, it's... It, it's- it, well, it could be if we didn't know that the hostage situation is not going to last long, right? Yeah. And that's a major change in things, but that's to set up next episode. Speaking of which, It's a Gundam will return in A New Returns.
these accelerated particles really juice up our quantum brainwaves. <laughs>